Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by Culture at NL Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to what is the final episode of season one of our library podcast, For the Love of Books. My name is Chris Wilson and I am the e-services librarian for Culture NL and we thought we would bring uh, the last episode was going to be the short stories, trams and all episode that we had planned and we did have a couple of guests lined up for this which was supposed to go out last week as well but unfortunately they're still unavailable and we do want to try and kind of wrap up the season so we are going to go ahead and uh, will just be me again today so I hope um, you enjoy this episode and we'll have a little chat about some short story collections that I'm interested in and um, also we will touch on the trams aspect of it as well a little bit later on in the episode too. So um, short stories are a thing that's not necessarily for everybody. Um, They are obviously very different from a full-on novel. Um, So what some of the differences for a reader in terms of a short story in comparison to a novel I would say that some of the big differences is that short stories that I've read tend to kind of focus on a sort of single a single event or a single kind of scenario rather than whereas in a novel you can kind of find that it's going through a series of events and there's a lot of kind of development in the story and whereas the short story can be quite, um, in the word short, uh, focusing very tightly on one kind of aspect or one kind of storyline and and th- there are exceptions to that obviously but I would say that's kind of from my experience of reading some short stories they do tend to kind of can have that sort of singular focus on a particular event and uh, th- there's a lot of kind of benefits to that as well in that the, with a short story there can be sort of sometimes sort of not much in way of fillers you know like wherever you're kind of sometimes reading a longer novel there can be sometimes sections maybe a kind of chapter which kind of just feels like sort of filler to kind of make up the page numbers a little bit and kind of doesn't really kind of feel as if it's got too much to do with the story and there's not much need for it the writer in a short story doesn't really have that luxury they kind of have to go straight in to the kind of sort of bare bones of what they're trying to kind of put across in the short story straight away so so that so that that is a good positive I would say it means that they kind of you're straight into the action depending on whatever the story is and it's it's a kind of means there's no kind of messing about you get straight to the point and it's, it's an enjoyable straight away and you can kind of get into the action with it the other big kind of benefit I think from reading short stories in particular if you are reading collections of short stories um you can kind of sometimes get short stories that are published um sort of a sort of one off and just on their own or maybe they're maybe published in sort of magazines and things like that sort of stuff but um you do kind of there, there are kind of collections of short stories that are put together um by some authors and they, they can kind of vary whether they're kind of all by the same author or they can kind of be collaborations or a theme that kind of thing and an interesting thing about that in the collections is for me is that you you constantly get a different story all the way through. So so sometimes, as I've said in the past, I'm quite a slow reader, and if I'm not enjoying the storyline too much, it does take me quite a while sometimes to get through a story. Um, and and the the diff- that that is kind of broken up a little bit by a short story collection because you are constantly kind of changing the storyline all the way through. It's not necessarily the same 
characters, it's not the same story, it's not the same things that are happening in the stories as well. They can kind of vary quite dramatically. So so that that is a good way and, and I and I like the fact that what I I've found recently is that whenever I've not had maybe a lot of time to kind of sit down and really get into the bare bones of a novel. A short story collection is quite good for just if you're just wanting to kind of get something read in a kind of short time, but you don't have the the time to kind of put the the dedication, if you like, of reading a whole novel into into uh, into it. Then you can kind of go with just picking a short story, and it's and you can kind of tend to get that short story done, and and the kind of one sitting, which I think is quite an interesting thing as well. And it's definitely a benefit. Some, some there can be kind of cons as well. Um, I would say one of the big cons sometimes for me is that if you do start to really enjoy a short story and you're kind of really getting into it, and then it's over, and and you're kind of left kind of thinking, oh, I wish there, I wish there was more with these characters, or I wish there was more to that scenario. I want to know what happens next. And that's sometimes a little bit of a con of a short story is that they are they are kind of over fairly quickly and you most most more than likely not find out much more about them and it's and it can be kind of a short experience and like I say that that can have its benefits but it's definitely a downside if you have really enjoyed a character and in a scenario that you're kind of getting into and that's and that is one of the kind of downsides of it. Another aspect to short story collections as well as I think that, we, that I was going to exp- try and explore a little bit was character development in, in short stories. Um, are they me- as memorable as a kind of full-length novel? For me, character development is can be very difficult in short stories. Um, obviously, they are very short, so the the, the character isn't. I, I don't always feel that the characters are are actually the main focus of the of the story, and it's sometimes more about the scenario that the characters are in that's really the mo- more the main focus. So characters, um, actually, I feel in the the short stories I have read I, I tend to be the kind of background rather than the the kind of forefront which they normally would be in the novel, and the and the kind of the actual scenario that the characters are in is the more important factor that's involved in the story. Um, obviously there there can again like most things there are exceptions to that for the character can be quite the, the sort of most important part. But I do think that they, they do kind of take a little bit of a backseat. And for me, they they don't tend to be too as as memorable as the kind of main big big novel character. Um, and whether that's because you don't have as much time to discover about them and kind of get a sort of real sense of who they are and things like that I'm not too sure but I do think that they, they definitely do kind of fall a little bit into the background a little bit of of the, of the importance of the short story and it is much more about the scenario the scenario and what they are doing and how they how they kind of deal with the scenario that they're in is a much more important factor in, in the short story kind of genre. Some of the the short story collections that I would was going to mention to you guys aren't necessarily kind of well known collections in any way, but um, it's ones that I've I've had a look at and I've quite enjoyed um, and I find quite interesting um, just because it's it's authors and things like that that I'm I'm a big fan of and the first one I was going to mention was um, a Canadian author I think I think he's Canadian um, called Douglas Copeland and 
and he is uh, he's an author, he's an artist, <coughs> he's done various different things, <coughs> and um, he has written various full-length novels, um, such as J-Pod and Microsurfs and things like that, and he brought out a, a short story collection uh, a while back now called Bitrot, and it's a, it's a mix of short stories and also essays as well that he has written. And the, the short story collection in it is, it's, they're, they're quite interesting. They focus on technology and how it's kind of influencing life and, and how they're kind of getting used. And I look on te- te- technology going forward and future and things like that as well. I really like Douglas Copeland as an author. I think he's quite witty and I, I often read his books and think that um, I, I kind of I kind of get a lot of the little kind of jokes and and kind of scenarios that he mentions. They they make sense in my head. Like I I relate to what he's writing quite quite a lot of the times, and I I do kind of find that a lot of the time. And and his bit rock collection was quite interesting. I haven't kind of I, I like I say I can tend to not read the whole collection in one go, so I haven't quite finished the whole thing yet. Um, but the ones that I have read so far have been quite interesting uh, stories and, and I have quite enjoyed them so far. The other one, um, I mentioned that I was kind of starting to have a look at this one in the last podcast, um, which is the Neil Gaiman short story collection Trigger Warnings. And and um, it's it's a, it's a great collection of short stories that I've read so far. I haven't, again, I've not quite fin- read them all yet. Um, but so far they're very very interesting and what I like about this collection as well is that it starts off with quite a lengthy introduction by Neil Gaiman and he explains a bit about the the thinking behind trigger warnings and how in kind of modern society and modern life you you might be kind of watching videos online you might get a sort of warning at the start saying that you might kind of find this um this, this footage disturbing that kind of thing and and he and he kind of puts that into like what what would happen if we had those trigger warnings in books as well and and that that's what this kind of collection's about it's kind of they're they're sort of dark stories for the for the most part and and he gives these little trigger warnings at the start of in in this introduction as to to why like a kind of brief thinking behind the story and where it came from and all that sort of stuff and and it's very interesting how he's kind of come up with that and it's definitely worth a look. Um, the the stories are very varied. Um, I, from the reading, the, the, I haven't got to it yet, but I think there's even a Doctor Who story in there that he had written, as well. Things like that. So they're quite varied on topic and and, and very interesting looking to me. Um, and the third one that I was going to mention isn't a collection. Um, it is a short story in its own right, and it's called The Shielding of Mrs. Forbes, and it's by Alan Bennett. And I read this short story. Um at the start of this year um and it was i was reading it for an event actually um uh, we were going to try and do a walking book group as part of um our love life love libraries program um and so we read the kind of short story for that and um it was an interest it was a very interesting read it is literally only about 80 pages long and i think that i Found I found that a more interesting read than quite a lot of the full length novels that I have read. It was in those eighty pages, Alan Bennett manages to cram in so much that happens in it. 
there's there's quite a lot of different characters in it. It focuses on a family, um, and um, there's there's kind of there's a sort of deceit, and there's kind of keeping secrets from everyone, and not not kind of letting people know what's happening, and and it's and it's all kind of it's very very well done, and it's it's a kind of every character I think in it just about has some kind of secret that they're hiding from other people. And and it's an interesting take on this kind of family unit that's that seem as if from the outset that, that, that there's not these kind of things happening, but it's all kind of very very kind of under the surface. You you find lots and lots of stuff that that they're kind of hiding from it, kind of sort of public view if you like from everyone else, and it's very very interesting and it's a great it's a great story. And I would highly recommend that you have a look at it if you can. So that that that's the kind of three short stories that I would say, um, that are kind of for me have stood out and the ones that I have read, um, and it's it's definitely an interesting topic. I think the short story collections, um, I would love to kind of find out if you guys have listened to any short stories or read any short stories. Um and what they would be. So if you do have any kind of short story recommendations, um, why don't you can go on our Twitter account at, at LibriesNL and let us know what you've been reading, um, and what short story collections stand out for you. That would be really interesting, and it would be kind of great way how to get a bit of interaction with listeners of the podcast as well. So do feel free to do that. Now that we did mention at the start of this that the episode was called Short Stories, Trams and All. And the the guests who were who were going to be part of this, um, were um Judy and Drew from Airdrie Library, who have got a little bit of a, a sort of sketch, if you like, that they do based on a, a short story. Um, I'm not going to try and even try and replicate what they they do for it because it just wouldn't be wouldn't work. But what I will do is tell you a little bit about um what the what it was they were doing. So. Um and you may possibly catch it in the future. I think they do it as a kind of thing at some of their events that they do in the Airdrie Library. So you might catch it at some point if you're if you're lucky. Um, it's a it's based on a short story. Um, within a collection called "Come On Get Off," which is by Alan Morrison. Um, and it is a, a collection of stories about a, a tram conductor um and um and it, it is available on our borrow box service so you, so if you do want to kind of read through that and um see what see what's happening that as you can imagine it is kind of based in a sort of it is kind of written in a very kind of scottish way um by the title come on gaff and uh and it's definitely kind of I I think a lot of people have got kind of memories of of trams in some way. Even even for people who um have are born after when trams were kind of big and a big thing in this area, for instance, um you can still experience them at one of the cultural venues, Summerlee Museum. Um, I used to work at Summerlee and I regularly used to take the tram back and forth to from the kind of end, each end of the site there and uh, and there's something kind of quite unusual about trams and I think that, that people do always kind of have a little bit of, a bit of an experience of being on one so um, I think I think a lot of people in this area would will kind of relate to that short story collection and it's definitely worth a look 
So do have a check out of that on our BorrowBox service. For those of you who don't know what BorrowBox is, it is our ebook and an e-audiobook service. Um, the, the Alan Morrison book is an ebook, um, so you can read that on there. And um, basically you, you can download the app, the BorrowBox app onto a device, sign in using your library card details and then download ebook and e-audiobooks to your heart's content and it's all free of charge as part of your library membership so it's really really good um but yeah so that's kind of where we were going to kind of go with this episode and we didn't want to kind of just leave it um and not kind of touch on on the episode at all so we thought kind of i'd bring a kind of short shortened version of the podcast maybe that's ironic with the topic of short stories it's maybe a shorter podcast than normal but we kind of thought we'd do that and kind of wrap up the season a little bit. We hope you have enjoyed season one so far. Um, and we do have quite a lot of stuff planned um, for season two. We're not going. To, we're going to have a short break with um, with season two starting up. Um, we are hoping to restart the podcast around about the end of July, um, and then come back on a fortnightly basis from that point. Um, and bring you some interesting stuff. Now, I did hint at it last week, but we also we are going to have a few special guests in next season. Um, so you will want to kind of watch out for that, and we'll have kind of a, a few of the normal sort of staff-based ones as well. So there's lots and lots of interesting stuff to come in the podcast, and we hope you enjoy listening on to it. Uh, but for now, I think we're kind of going to wrap it up for that. And like I say, if you have missed any of the previous, if you have enjoyed the, the, the podcast so far and you maybe have missed some of them, this would be a good opportunity for you guys to go back and have a listen to them. Um, feel free to contact us on our social media as well and let us know what you've thought so far of the podcast. Um, it would be really interesting to hear what you guys have thought and have your kind of input and what you'd maybe like to see going forward as well. That's always a good thing to kind of let us know as well. So probably the best way to do that would be on Twitter with the, the at Libraries NL account as well. So so feel free to go on there and let us know what you've thought of the, the podcast and if we can kind of have any ideas from you guys, that would be fantastic too. Um, but that's all for me for now, guys, and I hope you have a great time and we will be back soon with the For Love of Books podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs>